Welcome, friends, to the Girl Mom Podcast. This is Carrie Kempakis, your host. Today's episode is about self-care for moms and why it matters. As mothers, we get things done. We're the glue that holds a family together, and our family likes us to be productive because it keeps things running smoothly. It prevents the mothership from going down. But in our efforts to support and take care of so many people and so many demands, plus all the pivots and hard decisions we've had to make over the past two years, a lot of us are feeling burned out and depleted. We're seeing the side effects of neglecting our health and looking for practical ways to expand our bandwidth, nourish our soul, and get ourselves in a better headspace. My hope is that this episode offers some simple thoughts you can discuss over coffee with friends and easily incorporate into your daily life. It was inspired by my new book, More Than a Mom, which is getting great feedback from readers and which moms are sharing with all their mom friends as we learn together what it means to value and prioritize our wellness. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. My friend's teenage daughter and her friends have a weekend routine. While Saturday night is friend night, Friday night is self-care night. When possible, they stay home to rest and decompress after a stressful week. These girls are high school juniors, and given the demands of junior year, I really like this habit they've adopted. I think it's a great example of how the next generation values self-care. The mothers raising them, on the other hand, are still playing catch-up. Unlike our children, we didn't grow up hearing buzzwords like self-care, self-love, and self-compassion. To no surprise, it's left us a little confused. While some moms eagerly embrace self-care, others roll their eyes and see it as vanity or self-indulgence. Maybe it's because we associate self-care with two opposing extremes. We feel like we have to choose one. Either the spa day mentality, which is a constant mindset of, I'll treat myself because I deserve it, or the mommy martyr mentality, a mindset of, my kids are my world and I can't do anything for myself. Neither extreme is healthy because real health means moderation. Overdoing it in either direction can lead to self-worship or self-neglect, both of which hurt a mother and her family. Now, am I saying that it's wrong to visit a spa or that motherhood doesn't require a lot of sacrifice? Absolutely not. Most of us enjoy a good massage and would sacrifice anything for the good of our family. But after parenting for two decades, I've learned that there has to be a middle ground. There has to be self-care that strengthens us and expands our bandwidth so that we can thrive and handle life trials. Like many moms, I have wrestled with burnout from the pandemic. I have felt overwhelmed by the demands pressed upon moms as we return to full throttle speed. I may be hitting the marks, driving carpools, keeping appointments, meeting the needs of my kids, etc. Yet in trying to keep up, I sometimes feel robotic and empty. I'm learning to tune into my internal health and broaden my idea of self-care. Now, I used to think that self-care meant bubble baths and fancy vacations. It was the reward we earned after hard work. Today, I see self-care as habits, mindsets, and choices that build wellness from the inside out. It is what strengthens us and keeps us healthy in mind, body, and spirit. As moms, we certainly need that strength. The older our kids get, the bigger problems they face, and the more inner strength it takes to guide and love them well. While it's tempting to postpone a mom's self-care until the kids are grown, we need it while they're still at home. It equips us to handle the most difficult days. In the toddler years, in the teenage years, for instance, we need extra self-care in the form of friendships. On a good day, our friends are a bonus, and on a bad day, they are a lifeline. They restore us when we're exhausted and boost us when we're discouraged. They give us the strength to face monotonous days and to love a teenager who's acting salty or short. This helps us become the parent that our children want and need. Now, I have a counselor friend who coaches moms on improving their mental health. 
Her clients often ask her, I know what I need to do, but how do I do it? They feel totally overwhelmed and they crave practical tips on how to fight burnout. They're not alone because we're all exhausted on some level. And while every mom is unique, there are some basic ways to replenish your reserves and counter some feelings of depletion. These thoughts can get you started. Number one, real self-care brings you back to your family as a healthier, stronger, better version of you. So think about what energizes you, what recharges your battery and makes you feel more like yourself. Maybe it's tennis lessons or running or growing a garden. If you're an introvert, you may want to take an art class you can paint alone every Monday morning at 9 a.m. And if you're an extrovert, you may prefer weekly coffee with your friends. Whatever rejuvenates you is worth your time and energy. Number two, baby steps are key. Trying to reconstruct your entire life at once and make all these changes simultaneously will make you want to quit. So instead, focus on one habit at a time. Spend a week improving your thought life and that conversation you have with yourself. Take another week to try and eat a healthier breakfast. Then spend a week controlling your temper or some other bad habit you're trying to break. Keeping it simple and taking it slowly makes it easier to sustain new habits. Number three, a motivating motto helps. During one super stressful year, my friend gained 30 pounds. She was taking care of her family and her mother and trying to work full time. After much frustration, she finally told herself, today is the day. She started with one simple change, just wearing tennis shoes to work, and she began by walking 15 minutes a day during her break. Gradually, she added in other 15-minute walks and worked up to an hour daily. Finding an anthem that speaks to you may inspire action in your life as well. Number four, your kids like to see you in your element. So let your kids see you laughing with your friends, dreaming up a new business, planning the church chili cook-off, setting a gorgeous table, or performing your high school cheer routine to Ice Ice Baby to get the family party started. What makes you, you, and gives you life may one day be some of your children's favorite childhood memories. Number five, you thrive by living out of your strengths. Are you a glue mom or a glitter mom? Do you create order or creative messes? Do you give great advice or a great listening ear? While it's certainly good for all of us to work and grow in our areas of weakness, don't forget to embrace the talents and gifts you bring to the table. Work with your personality and not against it. Number six, negativity that seeps into your heart will eventually seep into your home. It will steal your peace, your joy, and your ability to love. So set boundaries with toxic people and don't engage in debates online that will keep you angry all day. Instead, spend time with uplifting people who keep you in a positive headspace for yourself and your family. Number seven, the perfect mom in your head does not exist. And mom guilt will keep you stuck in shame. God created you to parent with a spirit of strength and not defeat. So give yourself grace and space to be human. Aim for progress and not perfection. And number eight, Knowing what your feel-good is leads to deeper fulfillment. Self-care does not have to be expensive or excessive. In fact, the best way to fight burnout is through small routines and rhythms that calm your soul. A cup of coffee on your porch after dropping the kids off at school. Cuddling with your child or your dog. Calling a friend instead of texting. Time outside in nature. A date night with your husband. A deep conversation with your sister or friend. Making a pound cake for a friend who is hurting. Devotional time in the morning. Five minutes of prayer or meditation spread throughout the day. A job or a calling that elevates your joy and taps into your mother's heart so you can help others. Being a mom is important, but you are more than just a mom. 
You're also a child of God with legitimate human needs in mind and body and spirit. You can only take your children as far as you've come, and as you grow your wellness, you teach your kids to do the same. You give them a vision of a healthy adult. My prayer for my daughters is that they become better and stronger and smarter than me. I want them to learn from my mistakes and also build on what I started. While I'm certainly aware that they're constantly learning from me, I'm also constantly learning from them. I'm taking notes from them and their generation, especially as I learn to value my wellness and broaden my idea of what self-care really means. Friends, thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful to have you here. And if you enjoyed the show, please follow the Girl Mom Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen and leave a ratings or review so others can find these messages too. Also, my new book for moms called More Than a Mom, How Prioritizing Your Wellness Helps You and Your Family Thrive is now available everywhere books are sold. This book is for girl moms and boy moms and full of encouragement no matter what season of parenting you're in. Find the link to this book and my other books in the show notes. Thanks again for your support and have a great day.